0: You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, this Tuesday, sorry, this Thursday morning. Now, let's turn to our next topic and guest of today. In the next 20 minutes or so, we're chatting with Manal Matani. She's the CEO and the founder of OCD and Anxiety Support here in Hong Kong, all about Mental Health Awareness Month. And we're going to also uh, talk about the state of mental health here in the city. Welcome back on the program, Manal. It's great to see you today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Thank you, Noreen. It's so lovely to be back here today.
0: It's really, it's always a pleasure to to have you on the program to talk about such an important topic that we do touch on, but not enough. You know, we talk about property prices, we talk about money, we talk about the environment a lot. But mental health is, it's getting there, but it's good to, to, to talk about it and, and to hear about it. So it normalizes this conversation. So perhaps, you know, you can give us a, a, an outline of the state of mental health uh, here in Hong Kong. How, how prevalent are things like anxiety or burnout, uh, things that you hear?
1: So the mental health across the city, I believe, is at an all-time low. And it definitely worsened after COVID and the social unrest. I think it caused so much anxiety, depression, grief, frustration, um, loneliness, um, a whole range of emotions that people felt. And because of that, I think that people felt they were actually face to face with their unpleasant emotions and I think since COVID-19 people actually can acknowledge what they felt during that time. So at the moment one in seven people are struggling with mental health disorders in Hong Kong but only 33% of them actually seek treatment due to stigma They're worried about being discriminated against at work or by their friends, their family. Um, They're worried about, you know, being seen as crazy, violent, out of control. And these these are all obstacles to seeking treatment. In the workplace, there's been a steep decline as well of the mental health of employees. I think there's been a lot of burnout. A recent study in 2022 said 95% of workers were experiencing burnout. And they were just experiencing high levels of stress and finding it so difficult to cope with all the changes that COVID-19 um, brought about, you know, with working at home, having children to look after, um, trying to manage, you know, their job, uh, trying to just function in a very abnormal environment Um and and the happiness index in, in Hong Kong has dropped to 5.88 out of 10. And this was just reported a month ago. Uh, happiness being at an all-time low, you know, in, in six years, it's dropped so significantly.
0: And, and we're not even just talking about adults, but students as well. You know, I suppose when we were growing up, we probably had those feelings. But I feel like students these days are experiencing these feelings uh, you know those feelings are amplified in a certain way there's more pressure um is it because we're less resilient to 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 issues or is it because uh, what are some of the reasons for some of these burnouts or, or these anxieties or these feelings is it because of the environment it's just more demanding people are working longer hours um than ever what are some of the reasons that you've seen or that people share with you
1: You know, I think Hong Kong is a very competitive and demanding city. People are always on the go. I mean, from even before a child is born, parents are putting in applications to get into school. And even when children are at school, there's all this competition to be able to get high grades and getting a B is not good enough. And then when you get into the workplace, it's how do I climb up the corporate ladder? And all these external pressures can make people feel overwhelmed, anxious, and depressed. And I'm so happy you brought up the youth because I think the youth are really suffering at the moment with their mental health. And I think this was displayed by some of the brutal attacks that happened earlier on in the year as well in various places in Hong Kong. Um, I know there's been a rise in youth suicides um, over the past year. And I think the youth feel that a lot of, a lot has been taken away from them. They haven't been able to enjoy those milestone moments, you know, when they graduated or they didn't have the opportunity to go to university physically and they had to do it online um, during COVID and they weren't able to see their friends and they were seeing their parents who aren't really cool at that age. You want to talk to your peers so you can chat you know, chat to about personal things that are going on. So I think there are a range of different factors that are contributing to the state of poor mental health in in Hong Kong.
0: Yeah, and I'm so glad you brought suicide up as well because I think the suicide rates have have gone up even for you know that the elderly as well reports of loneliness, perhaps their, their their children or their family have moved away from Hong Kong and they were uh, yeah that there's a whole you know range of reasons. I'm not saying that's the only one, um, but. There's there's just different pockets of society that really is feeling that isolation and and needing the support for for mental health services. Um, I, I want to turn to your wonderful Green Ribbon campaign, which you do yearly. Um, tell us a little bit more about it. It started. Wow, how long has it? Started? I w- I want to say eight or ten years ago, or. Absolutely, you're
1: almost spot on. We started in 2014 with just two volunteers, myself and my best friend in Central with cloth green ribbons that we had handmade and we were giving it out to people on the streets and the green ribbon symbolizes um, showing acceptance, support, encouragement to mental health sufferers. It's the green ribbon represents a physical, I think presence of mental illness because it's normally invisible. um, And we want those who are suffering to know that we're behind them, we stand with them, we don't judge them. And we would like them to go seek treatment because they have the right to be healthy and happy. So yeah, we started in 2014 with Cloth, green ribbons, handmade, and now we have green ribbon pins. And the campaign is supported by uh, corporates, hospitals, schools, NGOs, um, retailers, hoteliers. It's It's really wonderful how people want to come on board and they're realizing that mental health is applicable to everybody, that we all have mental health, like we all have physical health. And it's our job to really take care of it.
0: Absolutely, well said. I'm so glad it's really taken off. Of course, um, were you surprised uh, w- with sort of, you know, people coming on board? Because usually, uh, it, maybe it's not just a, 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 a in our culture here in Hong Kong, but usually people don't really talk about mental health. But for businesses to be so on board on it, that must feel so amazing. Yeah, what were some of your reactions then?
1: You know, I was, I think when it first started and there was so much stigma, Um, when we were out there giving out those green ribbons and to the point that people would drop the ribbon when they heard mental illness and they would feel that, oh, no, we wear one of these. Yeah, people are going to think we have mental health issues and we don't want to catch a mental health issue. And I think there's a lot of superstition around that in Hong Kong. Mm. But I think at work... you know, employers are see- were seeing that their employees were struggling with anxiety, depression, um, grief. And I think they were forced in some ways to address the elephant in the room. Um, and normally, I think it, ca- it came about through probably a tragedy that happened at work. That made everyone feel, you know, shocked, stunned, perhaps a suicide or, you know, due to an overdose or um, or just burnout. And employers felt like, look, we, we need to raise mental health awareness. We need to do more for our
0: employers, employees, sorry. Yeah. Um, and also employers as well. Employers sometimes feel that burnout is and it's great that they're behind it, too. Um, are you looking for volunteers uh, for the Green Ribbon uh, campaign?
1: Absolutely. So actually, for the last six years, we've been sorry, five years, we've been out on the streets handing out the green ribbons. But due to the social unrest and COVID-19, we haven't been out for four years. So we're really, Of course, really that's so excited.
0: exciting. You're back. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, we're really excited about going out there. Um, at this time, we've got Uh, about 30 volunteers who are helping us to distribute ribbons across Hong Kong but we are looking for another 20 um, to 30 because we want to cover more locations, more ground and give out more green ribbons and so we are really urging the public to even spare an hour between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. on the 10th of October which is a Tuesday to come and help us and just give out green ribbons to the public. We're not collecting donations. It's just merely a awareness campaign to get people in touch and familiar with um, mental health, mental health disorders.
0: Yeah. Well, Manel, let, let's turn to things that, you know, other activities that uh, OCDAHK um, is doing to promote World Mental Health uh, Day and month as well. What sorts of activities have you got planned?
1: Well, we started World Mental Health Month off yesterday with a lovely art therapy class by Katie Flowers. Um, It was really nice. She did a session on finding that safe place within and to create that through art. Um, And I think all of us felt very relaxed and at peace after the session. We've also got a yoga class coming up to help with anxiety relief, as well as a guided meditation. Um, which will help bring us back to the present moment. I will be delivering a talk on OCD to help sufferers and caregivers and anyone who really wants to understand the disorder more um, so they can help support those who are struggling. We're supposed to be having a series of panels on LGBTQIA plus and mental health um, and spotlighting the various support group um, support groups that there are in Hong Kong, because there are such amazing people and leaders who have their own support groups here, but people don't know about it. So we really want to give them a presence as well. I think this Mental Health Month is really open to everybody. It's really an opportunity for people to just pause and think about what they can do for themselves to improve their mental health this month and what can they do to support others on this journey as well.
0: Yeah I'm so glad you brought up caregivers as well because that is a topic that I've been really really meaning to do really and to revisit that caregiver burnout that you know, the, the stress and the anxiety that caregivers can. I, I must invite you back another day to talk about that separately because that may not, you know, they may not be the ones who are experiencing the symptoms of of mental health disorders, but then it, it could be triggered because they're looking after somebody um, fa- facing those uh, issues. I, I want to finally turn to your, your latest initiative, the Rainbow, uh, the Rainbow of Hope Counseling Clinic. Tell us a little bit more about that and, and what do you want to do differently uh, this year?
1: So the Rainbow of Hope Clinic, we started it last June and it started as a virtual clinic because we started in the midst of COVID. We really want to provide counseling to those who cannot afford or access therapy because we know that the state of affairs um, resources and counselors are um are not enough in Hong Kong. So we want to give people the opportunity to get the professional treatment that they deserve. We want to move to a physical venue. um In the next year, we want Rainbow of Hope to have a home so people can actually come in and see their therapists. We currently have therapists that are working on a volunteer basis um, alongside their day job. So we would really like to be able to recruit full-time therapists who can be there because we have such a high demand at this time for people who are struggling with their mental health and we're happy that people are turning to us and saying hey yes we really want to talk about it because that's the narrative that we've been working so hard to change around mental health um so the rainbow of hope initiative was actually really started with um the intention to bring hope into people's lives um, the rainbow in my life was my mum when she was alive and I, when I was going through a really hard time, she provided that support, um, was checking in and was just a constant um, constant presence and a safe space. And we really hope to do the same for those who are struggling with our Rainbow of Hope initiative.
0: Well, thank you so much, Manel Matani. It's a pleasure to speak to you. I'll put all the links on our Facebook page. Thank you very much indeed for your time today.